Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au forward slash media. Just wanted to tell you real quick before Herman comes uh, to minister what we're doing tonight. Uh, Herman's going to minister the word for around 35 minutes. Then we're, it's going to give us time. Uh, what We're just looking at different ways the Lord heals. And so as each way is taught, it's good to act. You know, So you want to, when the word of God is preached, you know, he confirms his word with signs following. Sometimes you, in this particular case, you may need to go and apply it. But we're going to have a team of people up here that are familiar with scriptures. And so you'll be welcome to come up after tonight. And if you need any kind of help to find scriptures or do anything to take a stand and apply what's being taught, then we want to help you do that. So I'm going to just invite Herman up, and I just wanted to let you know what we're, how it's going to go tonight. Well, thank you very much. Nice to see all happy people here tonight. It's great. We could be home doing other things, but, uh, you know, Rick Stein's on tonight. That's great. We could be there doing that, couldn't we, Aji? We thank you for the opportunity to, to uh, be here tonight, Pastor Tony and Patsy and other uh, ministers and elders of the church. It's um, a big thing to give someone else a platform in your church. It's a lot of work pastoring a church and a lot of responsibility, godly responsibility. And I realize tonight I'm speaking for the Lord and have been appointed to do. So I have an assignment. Tonight I'm going to just share briefly from the Word. I have a short period of time. And I'm going to just briefly unpack something from Mark chapter 5, which really spoke to me how I seeded that into my heart. Also, I won't read all scriptures, but we don't have the time for that. But uh, in explaining how I came to full manifestation of my healing, or healings actually, there have been many. I'm just going to describe that to you, how that process of faith is how I put it, because faith and patience work together. And so um, I, I must say I tried, I have been thinking of if there was ever a time when I was uh, received an instant miracle healing in my life, and I don't think I ever have. I know plenty of others who did have. I've seen major miracles of cancers just go right there and then. And uh, giant hernias, I recall, a real, one guy comes to mind who was a big, tall Welshman, a uh, very tough guy, big fella, came to the Lord, and he had this huge hernia on the right side of his stomach. And he came out one morning, he said, Oh, pastor, I need you to be praying for me. And so he described what was going on. He was booked in the next morning on a Monday morning for an operation and the boom in the meeting the power of God hit the guy, and he hit the floor, and then he bounced back up. He went to the doctor next morning for surgery, and he was sent home with nothing wrong with him. So that was a miracle, not just a, 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 a process. He didn't have to walk that out. And another old island lady I knew, lived for many, many years, comes to mind now. I'm saying this for a reason, because these things come up in the Spirit, they're for you. And uh, this island lady, uh, her name was Gloria. She came to me one day. I was pastoring a church, and she uh, pulled up in her car. Some other folks were 
driving her, and she said, Pasa, I've just been diagnosed with breast cancer, and she said there have been multiple tumors found. I just reached in the window of the vehicle and ministered to her and spoke the word of God over her life, and the power of God came. She went straight away to a larger town nearby to the doctor for extra biopsies and that sort of thing, and so the doctor said, there's nothing there, it's all gone, why are you here? And there's been things like that. And you, some of you have seen those things too. I would encourage you to really take a hold of this tonight because you're going to receive answers. God gives us good stuff. You know, He gives us good stuff. And when we, we got a word from God, there's no better. I did what David Sweet did and I went to a Jewish doctor called Jesus. You know that? Yeah, and I'm here tonight. I'm alive. I'm well. I went on to do things after being diagnosed with major diseases and illnesses that I shouldn't have done. But I did. I'm alive and well and glorify God. Hallelujah. And the devil can go to hell. <laughs> and I'm going to help him get there quicker if I can. How about you? Would that be a good thing to do? I think it would be. You can do that. You can do that. It's not just preachers. It's not just lay preachers. It's you. Jesus said make disciples and you're going to be discipled tonight. You're going to have an ongoing work of discipleship tonight from the Word. Now a certain, Mark chap, chapter 5, let's look at this, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had <clears throat> suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse when she heard about Jesus. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. I want you to take notice of that word there, touched his garment. It might be a bit different than what you've heard before, but I'm going to explain that soon. A little bit of exegetical preaching here. Touched his garment, for she said, If I may only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately. Key word of the Gospel of Mark is immediately. The fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. That's a key word to what I'm saying here tonight. It's the same as down in verse 34, the word affliction. King James Version uses the word plague. And I'm going to describe what that really means tonight. And so she was healed of her affliction and Jesus immediately, there's that word again, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? I want you to think about that word clothes. That's a key word to where we're going here tonight. But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing, but the woman uh, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Verse 34, And he said to her, Daughter, that's a key word, daughter, daughter. He just didn't say woman or you or something like that. He said daughter, daughter. You could say child. It's really important to, to bear note of that. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. In Malachi chapter 4, verse 2, I'm going to read that real quickly. But to you who... Fear my name, or who reverentially respect my name, the Lord said. Malachi 4.2 The Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in His wings, 
Uh, you shall go out and grow fat. Oh, that's not such a bad thing after all. You shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed calves. Just to render that a little bit differently here tonight and then allude back to Mark chapter 5 quickly. But you who reverentially respect my name, the brightness, the word sun there, S-U-N, not S-O-N, it can be translated, rendered the brightness, radiance, brilliance, brightness, radiance and brilliance of righteousness shall arise with healing and medicine and cures in the corner of his rabbinical robes. It can be translated from the Hebrew. And what this woman here did, and so must we to achieve our healing, is to make Jesus the healer, the one that we get a hold of, and make the Word of God of most importance in our life and to seed and to sow that Word in our hearts. These scriptures became revelation to me, Rema, in my life. This book, the Word of God, I'm going to say this, it's essential. This is essential. Jesus is essential. What He's given us is essential. The covenant is essential and uh, it will never, ever, ever finish or cease or come to nothing. It's not null and void. It's not archaic. It's not old school. It's eternal. Hebrews calls it the eternal covenant. And we got the eternal God who gave it to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. And it's amazing. I was, I was meditating in these scriptures, so uh, 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 I, I, I was also meditating. I had this illness in my body that I had for many years. I'd been misdiagnosed, diagnosed, misdiagnosed on medication for almost 13 years. It was just one disease which I had. Almost 13 years. And I was up and down in my house, up and down in my house. One doctor would say this. Another doctor would say that. I had a severe thyroid disease. And, and, and uh, it was left uh, unattended to. And I... I didn't know what was going on within me, but I found out eventually that uh, I, I had become so ill with that thing and my thyroid became totally dead. And so I was lacking vital hormones. Any medical here, pe people here will know what I'm talking about. That's one thing that I was healed of. I've been healed of uh, 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 extreme rheumatoid arthritis. If you know what that is, the doctor said, said you're going to be in a wheelchair. Yes, you're going to be in a wheelchair. And when I hopped out of bed each morning and tried to go about life, uh, it was so debilitating that I, I really couldn't do much at all at that time. Uh, and so I was like walking on glass. And the pain in my legs was so intense it would cause my calf muscles to contort and twist like a dog had a hold of me and chewing on my calf muscles. So great was the pain. I had a diseased liver. Uh, once again, I, I didn't receive any help much from doctors. I did not go on any medication. I love doctors. Let me just say I love medical people. I love them. I, I really got a lot of respect for them. But I had to go to Dr. Jesus. I did. And uh, I, so I, I, I got back in the Scriptures and I meditated in the Word of God. I'm going to show you something about that soon. I'm just painting a little picture here for you pertaining to healing from God Almighty. And so I meditated on the Scripture and the Scripture just came up in my spirit. You've got to seed the Word in. You can't, you can't get a harvest without sowing seed, folks. 
Go and look at John chapter 15. Go and look at Mark chapter 4. Go and look at Luke chapter 8. You'll see the principles of sowing and reaping. Some of that's to do with sowing the Word of God, but whatever you sow, you shall also reap. And if you're after healing, you sow the healing scriptures. You just get that Bible and pick it up and read it and read it and read it and meditate in it. Which brings me to a point where um, we see that in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 is a key scripture to where we're going with this. And the word meditation is used there and we read and uh, I've got a lot of respect for the folks who, who say this, that the word meditate there means to talk or to mutter or to speak. Well, to a Hebrew it means a lot more than that. To them back there in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it, it also meant to ponder upon, to examine within your emotions even, to, to really take it on board within your inner man, in your pers- inner person, to meditate. And that's not to do with New Age or some other thing. No, it's found there in the Hebrew language, meditate and imagine, to imagine with God. And I got to this place where I learned to imagine and think upon and speak the Word of God. And the Word that God brought to my spirit as He converted the Logos Word, which is the written Word, became alive within me and a rhema Word within me. And I knew that was the Word of the Lord that I could stand upon and take my healing. It wasn't just general it was specific. There's a difference between being general, just generality, and specific, okay? When I found my wife by revelation and the leading of the Holy Spirit, he was specific. He just didn't say, well, go and find a woman. He said, go and find Adriana. It was a word to me. You can receive a word from God tonight, not just the word of God, a word from God tonight about anything in your life that you have a need of and a need for if you're sowing the seed in your life. You can be driving your car, it might rise up within you. You can be doing your work or some such thing and it can rise up within you if you're seeding the Word of God, sowing and planting the Word of God in you. In John chapter 15, uh, we see Jesus there was talking about, I'm the vine, you're the branches, etc. But there's a, there, there, there's a we have, we have the picture there of, uh, of, of sowing and reaping in verse um, 2 or 3. Anyway, the Word says, the Lord says there that, um, talks about the Word is there. The New Living Translation uses the word, the message I have spoken unto you, Jesus said. Well, that's Logos, the general word. He said, you're cleansed by that word. You have been cleansed. Some translations say you've been purged by that word or it's addressed things in your life. But then I think it's in verse 7 comes to mind. Jesus again talks about the word there in that verse and that's actually rhema, the, the rhema from the Greek language and that's the specific word from God. It's just not a logos from God. It's not just a general word from God. It's specific for your need. And so what I learned to do now as a new covenant believer is that I learned to work with the Holy Spirit in this. The Bible says He leads us into all truth. The Bible says He'll teach you what you need to know and things like that. 
We see in the scripture a lot of things. Let me just read a couple of texts out for you along with this while we're there. If you can write this down, remember this. Uh, these will all be good for you. Other texts would be Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. Your spirit is the candle or the lamp, the light of the Lord. And that's got to be switched on. We read in Psalm 119, verse 130, the entrance of God's word gives light and understanding. But it's got to get into you. It's got to get into you. We read in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, that faith is activated. This is how I put it, my paraphrase. Faith is activated by hearing or continually hearing and receiving a word from God. It's the principle of faith. It's how you got born again. You heard God. You heard the gospel. And it was sown within you. You came to a place where it grew within you. And you believed it and you received it. You were convinced of it. You were fully persuaded that that was the right way to go with your life. Gave your life to Jesus. Believed in your heart that Him is Lord and, con and confessed Him as Lord and that God had risen Him from the dead and you were saved. Same principle of faith, folks. Just exactly the same. I learned to meditate with God. Um, we see with the help of the Holy Spirit, Romans chapter 4, verse 17 talks about calling things into existence that don't yet exist. God did that. How do you think you got here? Yeah, God did that. We see in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 through to verse 14, uh, it, it talks about how, how does uh, the, uh, that the spirit of the man knows the thoughts of a man, New Living Translation. And the spirit of God knows the thoughts and the mind of God. And we read down in verse 14 that these things are spiritually discerned. You see, we can be naturally minded or spiritually minded. It's good to be naturally minded with natural things, but when you're working with God and trying to see something, believe for something, get something from God, grasp something that you really need and to have an answer from God, you have to have a discerning heart. You really do. And so we have to seed the Word in here. We have to rely on the help of the Holy Spirit. And when, when that grows within us and that Logos within us and as we commune with the Lord and we're meditating with Him and we're communing with Him and as we're imagining with God, comes out of that word meditation, that thing becomes alive within you. It really does. The key, major key to life is to just be that full of God and that full of the Word that you're just always walking in that. I live my life like this now. My wife lives her life like this. There's no other way, friends. There's no other way. I heard from God when I had a diseased liver and uh, the physicians couldn't make up their mind about some, some things, but I had copious amounts of blood tests and all I knew, I was, I had all this fluid retention. My, I was swollen in my face, swollen in my hands. I felt like I was carrying a bag of cement in my stomach. And, uh, but the simple word rose up in my heart, and I came, became very persuaded that by his stripes I was healed. 
and it was a revelation to me, not just common general knowledge, but I grasped that in my inner man, in my spiritual man. In Proverbs chapter 4, you can read about this process of meditation. It really aligns and correlates with Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, the process of meditating with God, the process of meditating with the Holy Spirit, with Him, with His help in the inner man and with the Word of God, sowing the seed in you. And so I also heard from the Lord that He said this clearly rose up in my spirit. He said, drink a lot of water. So simple. Within three days, I would say, I felt much better. Within one week, the fluid retention had all gone. My face started to return to normal and my hands and all of that. Within two weeks, I felt amazing in my liver. I never did go back to a doctor about that. Never did, no. I got on with life and I felt I knew I'd received my healing. And I just stayed in that place, in the secret place of the Most High God and in the Word. And I kept that Word coming out of my mouth. I didn't say anything else. I believed I have received my healing. My liver's healed. My liver's fully functional. There's no disease in my liver. Now, I'm not saying that we deny facts. We call those things that do not, that, that we, call, we, call, we call, put things the right way around. We, I'm not denying facts here. I'm saying we're denying symptoms the right to stay in our physical body. That's the difference. I deny those symptoms of thyroid disease the right to stay in my body in the name of Jesus. And with that disease, the word that I've just read unto you, and from Romans chapter 8, verse 11, but if the spirit of him who rose Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he shall also quicken or make alive your mortal body. That was the word for that one. So I, that, that became real within me and I could see with the help of Holy Spirit that that was happening in my body. Sitting on my bed early one morning meditating, reading through the book of Romans chapter 8, which I read a lot, by the way. It's one of my key chapters in the Word. Romans 8, verse 11. Boom, it rose up with him. I knew I'd received my healing word, the rhema word of God. Amen. And I went and the Lord said to me, this is what he said. He said, uh, look, he actually challenged me. I had an encounter with God on that, pertaining to that disease. He said, this has gone on long enough. I want you to believe for full manifestation of that healing because you need to get the full manifestation of that healing from that disease because it will affect other things. He said to me clearly, in my heart, I was impressed. It's not just all about you. This is going to take your faith to another level. It's about other people. It's about the world. It's about nations. It's about believing for other things that are ahead of you and you need to get breakthrough and receive a full manifestation of healing by your faith according to the word that I've spoken to you because it's about all of these other things. It was so clear and it kept going over and I was challenged probably like that for about a couple of weeks. And I had the agreement of my wife and we prayed the prayer of agreement. I came to a time when I decided I was going off of that medication. 
I'm not telling you tonight to go off of any medication. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a medical practitioner. I don't want to be. That's not what we're doing here tonight. We're hearing from God. That's what we're hearing. We're hearing from the Word of God. And so the Word of God had to become, go from being seed. This is my bag of seed. This is my bag of seed right here, the Word of God. And I sow that seed in and it grows within me and grows within me as I keep sowing and keep sowing and keep sowing. The Lord led me at that time pertaining to that disease, that thyroid disease. He led me to a small book also, I'll mention this, called How to Keep Your Healing. And that's also a purpose of this tonight is to show you how to keep your healing. You can lose a healing. People get saved and backslide too. And you can get healed and lose your healing. There's all sorts of things like that can happen. And someone will come around and try to talk you out of losing your healing. The Lord said, you will experience symptoms when you're, when, when you're going through this. I said, Lord, uh, it'll be really good to have uh, the help of a faith-filled, spirit-filled Christian faith, word of faith doctor. I never got any answer on that. And he said, there's going to be symptoms you're going to experience along the way that are going to try and talk you out of the healing you have received. I really feel I've got to say that again. There, he, the Lord said to me, there will be symptoms along the way which will try to talk you out of losing the healing that you have received. We're not denying facts. Facts are real. But the truth is the Word of God. I walked free from that thing. August 2018. Just kept on walking. And these other symptoms came on my body. I was out walking, exercising one day. It's hilly where we live in Brisbane. And I was experiencing these bad symptoms. But I believe I've received my healing. For the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, uh, uh, my body is made love. Thyroid gland, you're alive. I speak to that thing. Thyroid gland, you're loved by God. You're blessed. You produce perfect thyroxins every day, perfect amounts of thyroxins, and activate them according to my physical need. That's what I would say. Because you're made alive by the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. By that spirit of life, life-giving spirit within me. You're healed. You're healthy. And some of these symptoms tried to persist. And the Lord told me, he said, they're different symptoms of a different thing. So I discovered something else and I got over that too. Same way. <laughs> Man, if that devil was, if I could get a hold of him, if he was physical, I'd belt him from the top of the world to the bottom and all the way around with the gospel. Now, So, see, if you agree, if you start to agree with those things, those things you think are just thoughts or feelings, you're going to talk yourself out of and let yourself be talked out of losing your healing, whatever else it is that you believe, have believed God for. I believe I have received. 
Kenneth Hagen was healed, got out of, off the bed of affliction, it's a long time ago now, on the 8th of August, 1934, in his grandfather's house in McKinney, Texas, U.S. of A. You want to know when he was born? 22nd of April, 1933. How's that? See, the life-giving spirit's in you. He can bring things to your mind. And as you sow the Word in there, it'll grow. And as you get a hold of that, and with help of Holy Spirit within you, listen, folks, the greater one is in you. The healer is in you. The same God who rose Jesus from the dead, the same God that divided the Red Sea, and took Moses and children of Israel across, he's in you by his Spirit. Are you aware of that? Do you really know that? How excited do you get about that? It's amazing that God is in here. This is God's book, and God's in it, inspired by God. It's essential. Glory to God. And so I think... I really feel I've said enough. That's it, Reverend. I go. I could just go on and on and on. The word plague. I'll just mention this. The word plague there in Mark five means more than just a plague or an ailment or an illness. This is really important for some people here tonight because it was really important for me. I saw it. It was a revelation to me. That word plague is taken from the world of torture. It really was. Taken from the world of torture. It just doesn't mean an illness or an ailment or something like that or an infirmity. It was taken from out of the world of torture. Where the torturers would get very old, ancient Greek word, where, where, where the torturers would get somebody when they'd whip them, flog them, belt them up, put them back in jail for a while. And that's what happened to this woman with this affliction in her body for 12 years. And so they would, what would happen then, they would bring out this person who was tortured and afflicted for a, uh, when they had almost healed up and that they felt, started to feel good again in their body. There's people here this happens to. And so then they'd give them another whipping or belting all over again and open up the wound all over again. That's where that word comes from. That's what it really pertains to. And that would go on and on and on with relentless, relentless affliction. But if you lay a hold of the word and lay a hold of the healing promise, it's actually a fact, it's more than a promise of God, Malachi 4 verse 2. What that woman did she reached out and she touched in the crowd, she touched Jesus' garment, it says, but it's much stronger than that, folks. I reckon she was looking at Malachi 4, 2, on his garment, on the, on the rabbinical robe. It was the, the word from that is to do with the outer robe or the upper garment of a rabbi, and it had the promises of God around the edges, and the word wings there in Malachi chapter 4, verse 2, is, talking, is to do with the corner of the rabbi's robe where the promise was. And that's what she got a hold of. 
And she didn't just touch it. It's a really unfruitful translation. It's, not, it's okay, but it's just not, it doesn't hit it, you know what I mean. Uh, what it really means is she, when she got a hold of that robe, she seized that thing. She had made up her mind that I'm getting through that crowd and I'm going to seize a hold of, lay a hold of that robe of this teacher and I'm not letting it go and when I do that I'm going to get my healing manifestation and that's what she did. It wasn't just a little touch. Jesus called her daughter. Well, that's, very, that's so meaningful in that part of Scripture because she knew she was a covenant child of God. And she knew that, that according to covenant, that healing was hers. And she was going to have it. And she took it. And it manifested in her life, in her body. And she knew within herself that she had received that healing. Yeah, so important. You've got to get that sort of ter- determination. Yeah, you've got to get that sort of determination and believe. I'm not just going for a soft touch here. I'm not just going for a, for a little blessing here. I'm going to get what's rightfully mine. And according to the covenant, God never says no. It's not him holding back. Amen. There's so much in there. That's such a busy passage of Scripture. Amen. I'm ju- I've said enough. That really, I felt to say that on the end there. Glory to God. Amen. Reverend, I'm handing it over to you. Thank you very much. Bless you all. Don't leave yet because, uh, so, when, when you're getting Scriptures, yeah. like, that apply to your need, is it not true that, like, supernaturally sometimes the Lord can quicken a certain Scripture but then you can actually go find a scripture that pertains to healing. So with the various things that you uh, were healed of, were were some scriptures quickened to you? Was that the case with everything or with one, uh, like your liver, did you find a scripture and feed on it? Or was, like, talk a little bit about that. Yes. Well, I'm always seeding the scripture into me, always the word of God and communing with the Lord closely all of the time. Usually what happens is I have already got the scripture within me now Mm -hmm. and that becomes alive. When I got the scripture from Romans 8 verse 11 one morning, I was actually reading that. That was already in me but it was like, I say it's like an interface happens. And that as I was reading Romans chapter 8 and I got to verse 11 that was within my spirit, within my candle within me, the candle of the Lord, the light of the Lord within me, that lit up and it was quickened and I just had this sense within me that that was God saying, this is the word, the rhema that you are to use for that healing. That's good. Yeah. Now for somebody that would be younger in the Lord uh, or, uh, or even somebody that maybe has just recently began to like have a dealing with some kind of sickness and they haven't been so long in the Lord um, the first practical step if they're not familiar with the Bible is that they can go to a scripture that pertains to that and start feeding on it 
and when somebody gets really serious and they start spending time with the Lord and feeding, then yes. then out of that the Lord could quick quicken something else to them. Yes. Absolutely. I believe if you read the scripture according to Proverbs chapter four, and you put it before your eyes, and you say it with your mouth, and you're hearing it with your ears, you're sowing it in your heart. And it can become, if you stay with that process, and it's simple, it's not complicated, then that becomes alive within you. Mm. Yeah. Now, from, for each one of the things you were healed of, mm. from the time you decided to take your stand, and the Lord told you that, you know, those, once you take your stand that you're going to have symptoms, what was the time period from the time that you began until the time each one of them manifested where it was like, it was gone? Well, with the thyroid disease, for example, with the liver, it was about two weeks. Two weeks. I know it was two weeks. Fourteen days. With the, there were recurring symptoms, but I believed I had received my healing and I would not be robbed of it. With the thyroid disease, I think it was pretty well straight away. And I just kept walking out of that. I had no side effects except a few weird dreams over a period of a short while that the Lord told me there were going to be some symptoms coming off the medication because I was on a lot. Uh, but I think I didn't, I can't uh, pinpoint a time, I couldn't say in a, a time, but I think I felt good and normal pretty well straight away. Mm -hmm. As soon as I did, on that day I walked out of that and I just took that step and took no more medication, it was finished. Now, in the realm of heaven and spiritual things, in the that we could say the legal realm of heaven, where when God does something and it, He does things legally, we everything already belongs to us. It's finished. It's yes, ours. Yes. But you decided to take a stand and possess that. It's, it's really yes. already ours. We just need to take that stand, and you yes. took that stand. Yes. And so, what we want to do tonight. If anyone is here and there's any sickness and disease in your body, we would like to help anyone that wants help to take, begin taking your stand. So I'm going to invite our uh, Jenny and Madonna back up. And what we'll do is like I'm going to just introduce some people to you that they really know the word. We have a, a, a large team here. And uh, I, I, so many people know the word here. But, you know, I was thinking about you, Victor, when I was sitting here. I wasn't originally thinking about you, but Victor is one of our elders he's very strong in the lord so we got we we got herman and adriana we we got patsy here we got david and lindy we got benny over here and we got victor that's that's plenty to start off we, we there's more we we just have a, this church really with a lot of people that know the word so as they begin to just quietly minister if anyone wants to come up and say hey you know i've got this thing in my body and i just I just want a little bit of help. Like, I, I don't know the scriptures that well. We just want to help you and, and where you can get started and go in that direction. So just going to minister. And what, we can really make it comfortable. I was thinking yeah. maybe we'll just take, a, you know, some chairs and we can, you can have sit in a chair and somebody can sit across you and we'll just spend a little time that way. We purposely ended early tonight with the word so we can, if, if, if anyone needs some, any time we can spend that with you because... We, we care about people. So yes. Praise the Lord.
If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.